Come, for all is now ready. Let us look first at the word come, a truly beautiful word. The Christian life begins with the invitation to us from God to come, come, for all is now ready. Made ready, of course, by Jesus our Lord. In Christ, we now have the boldness, we call it the parisia in Greek, to come to approach God. And we can approach God knowing that God is all the time approaching us, inviting us, drawing himself unto us. This is a tremendous privilege. For the right to approach God in the Old Testament belonged only to a certain class of people, only to the priests. But now, through the saving work of our Lord Jesus Christ upon the cross, any person can come boldly to the throne of God, certain that he will find mercy and grace to help in time of need. There was a time when only the high priest might enter the Holy of Holies, and that only once a year and very, very briefly. But now the way is open for all to come, for all is now ready. If we thirst, he invites us to come and drink of the water of life, of which if any person drink, he, she shall never thirst again. He promised to give us, quote, a well of water springing up within us unto eternal life. And by this, of course, he meant the presence of the Holy Spirit within us on Pentecost. If we hunger, he promises to give us the bread of life, of which if any person eat, he shall never again hunger. Personal contact with Jesus, coming to Him, alters everything. He meets our sins, He meets our sorrows, He meets our difficulties with that one word. Come, for all is now ready. Come to Him in prayer. Is there anything easier or more simple than to come to God in prayers, not once, but many times each day? Come to Him in repentance. Come to Him in the Eucharist. Come to Him this Advent when we celebrate His coming to us. For He came to us this Christmas that we might come to Him. John 1, 11 and 12. He came to His own home and his own people received him not. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God. And he extends us the same invitation that he extends, extended to Zacchaeus. Remember Zacchaeus up in the tree? He looked up to him and said, Come down quickly. I must come and stay with you today. He wants to come close to you. He wants to come and live 
in you. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood lives in me, and I live in him or her. A few years ago, two social scientists who spent 20 years studying American young people came up with this discovery on youth and drugs, all in one simple sentence, quote, the vital factor in keeping young people away from drugs is a living faith in Christ, close quote. Why does a living faith in Christ keep young people away from drugs? Simply because young people and middle-aged people and older people who use drugs do so because they are looking for that which only Christ can give them. Whoever drinks of this water, said Jesus, will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst again. And those who truly come to Jesus need no drugs or alcohol or anything else because they have the water of life. And when Jesus keeps saying to us, come, he knows how much we want and we seek peace and meaning in our lives. He knows how much happens in life to frustrate us. He knows the monotony of our lives. He knows how often we are discouraged. He knows what it means to become middle-aged and suddenly to discover that you haven't achieved in life what you wanted to achieve in life. And he knows what it means to grow old. He knows how sometimes in the middle of the night we can wake up with a cold sweat, afraid of death. And he knows how sometimes we tremble when we think we're going to meet the judge. He knows how all of these feelings affect us. And that is why he invites us and keeps inviting us to come. For all is now ready. Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The second word that we'd like to look at very briefly is that, that beautiful word, ready. All is now ready. What is ready? A man once gave a great banquet, we heard in the Gospel lesson this morning, and invited many. And at the time for the banquet, he sent the servant to say to those who had been invited, Come, for all is now ready. Why come? Because the banquet is now ready. And the Greek word for banquet is a beautiful word here in the original New Testament Greek. The word dipnon, which we still use today. And the word is significant in what it tells us about the kind of relationship that Jesus wishes to establish with us after, once we come to Him. The early Greeks had three meals a day. Breakfast, which they called akratisma, was nothing more than a, a dried piece of bread dipped in wine. 
The midday meal, called Ariston, was simply a picnic snack eaten by the side of the road or in, a, in some colonnade. But the evening meal, Vipnon, was the main meal of the day, and people lingered long at this evening meal because the day's work had been done and they were unhurried with much to talk about. Thus the fact that Jesus invites us to a vipnon, a banquet, describes the close, lingering, lasting, personal, intimate relationship that he wishes to establish with each one of us when we come to him. And the Vipnon, or supper, of course, is none other than the Eucharist, the Last Supper, Holy Communion, of which we are invited by Jesus to partake in every liturgy. Now, the Eucharist is not only a making present again of the Last Supper, because it is just that. When we come to receive communion, we're coming to the Last Supper. Jesus is there, and he himself is giving himself to us. It is the Last Supper, but it is also the Eucharist, an anticipation of the messianic feast when we, will, we, we shall sit down with our Lord Jesus Christ in heaven. And this means that every time we come to the heavenly banquet of the Eucharist to receive the precious body and blood of our Lord, we look backward to the first supper that Jesus had with his disciples in the upper room, but we also look forward to the second coming. In other words, the present Eucharist, the present supper, is also a foretaste and an anticipation of the banquet in heaven, which is yet to be. And as Father Stavropoulos writes in his wonderful little book, partakers of divine nature, which I highly commend to your reading. Listen to this one sentence. When a person receives the holy sacrament of communion now, he receives at the same time the promise of an indescribable communion with Christ in the age to come. Close quote. As Jesus himself said to his disciples, so I say to you that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom. Luke 22:29. Come, for all is now ready. What is ready? The banquet. When is it ready? The word is now. It does not say tomorrow or yesterday, but now. All is now ready. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 6-2, Behold, now is the time of salvation. Now is the day, the acceptable time. Now, when you have a chance, come. As Jesus said, we must work the works of him who sent me while it is day, for night comes when no man can work. Today is not, as that one-liner says, the first day of the rest of your life. It is not just one day in our life. Today is the 
only day we have to come to the Lord, to love Him, to work for Him. The only time we have control over the present is now. All one ever has is now. Because yesterday is gone, tomorrow may never come. And judgment, judgment will not take place at the end of time. It will take place now, in the present moment. Any day, for any day, we may suddenly die and find ourselves before our Maker. So the parousia is not at the end of time. It has already begun. It is now. The trouble with many of us as we, is that we cross bridges before we ever come to them. If we would only live in the now moment and cross the bridge when we come to it, God will give us strength and direction to, to cross that bridge. But he will never give us strength to cross bridges before we come to them. When should I repent, someone asked. On the last day of your life, said a friend. But I don't know which will be the last day of my life. Then repent now, said the friend. No one gets to choose how he or she will die or when. We can only decide how we are going to live now. The present is the point at which time touches eternity, said C.S. Lewis so beautifully. The whole purpose of time is to allow us to come to God now, to respond to his invitation to the banquet. We hear much today about the now generation, and this is a term that usually refers to the younger people in our society who are primarily concerned about the present. But there has been a now generation ever since the first century of Christianity, because every true Christian is a part of the now generation. Right now, the righteousness of God is ours by faith. And right now, we are justified by the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And right now, we are freed from the dominion of sin and death. And right now, we are no longer under condemnation, says St. Paul. And right now, he invites us to the heavenly banquet. Come, for all is now ready. But coming is just the beginning. A person must come to Jesus to know him, but once he comes, he will go. Go into all the world, says Jesus, bearing witness of me. Having received new life in Christ, we are called to, to take that life and to share it with others. We now become the servants mentioned in today's gospel lesson to whom the Master said, Go quickly to the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in to the banquet, the poor, the maimed, the blind, the lame. Go out to the highways and hedges 
and compel people to come in that my house may be filled. I close with these words of F.B. Meyer. Let us go forth into the highways and hedges. Let us not be content with the first refusal or the second, but with eager persistence press upon people with the urgency of these closing hours of opportunity, remembering that once the master of the house has risen up and shut the door, it will be hopeless and impossible to secure an entrance. Come, for all is now ready. The greatest of all banquets, the greatest of all gifts, the kingdom of God, ready for you now. Let us pray. Lord, you emptied yourself to come to us this Christmas. You who are the almighty Lord of the universe emptied yourself and became poor for our sakes that by your poverty we might become eternally rich. Help us to come to you in faith in love, in obedience, in repentance. May we find in the sacrament of the Eucharist to which you invite us in every liturgy the great gift of your presence. And having found it, may we go out eagerly to the highways and hedges to share it with a hungry, starving, dying, world.